What's up, you guys? This is another episode of the Triple Option Report, where we talk about sports, comics, and pop culture. And today, you guys know what time it is. It's the Weekend Recap, where we recap everything that happened in sports, comics, and pop culture over the weekend. Well, in this case, over the week. So, uh, starting out with sports, where the two main things was in football, college football, and in the NFL. So, I'll go ahead and start with some college football. Uh, I wasn't surprised that Kansas beat Oklahoma. Like I predict, I pick Kansas to beat Oklahoma. Like I know they've been struggling without their starting quarterback, and Kansas at one point it was looking really glim. Like oh man, they might not even make a bowl game. But as you can see, Oklahoma's defense, which is I noticed the last couple of weeks post Texas game, Oklahoma's defense has kind of fallen off a little. They they did not have a good game uh, the week before uh, versus uh, UCF at all. Had a very bad game, actually, defensively. And then this week, yeah, the defense struggled again. And, and, and the offense was kind of off, too, a little. Dylan Gabriel was not good. Like, he practically played himself out of a Heisman t- like, uh, this past Saturday. Like, I think he had less than 100 passing yards, actually. Let me see. Just barely. You don't know. He, he had a, less than 100 in the fourth quarter. But, like, the last two drives, he picked up a little. And that was a good 171 passing yards and no touchdowns and a pick. So, yeah, he, he practically played himself out of Heisman today. And, uh, yeah, like, like I don't know what's up with Oklahoma the last two weeks defensively. They probably need to fix that because, I mean, they got Oklahoma State coming up next week. And that running back for Oklahoma State, he's been a monster these last two weeks. Like, I think he's had almost 500 yards rushing the last two weeks. If not, actually, he might have had over 500 yards rushing the last two weeks. He's been a monster, man. Penn State, they have not recovered from the Ohio State loss because they struggled against Indiana. And Indiana's a weird team. I mean, I, I, like, Louisville struggles Indiana. They only beat him by a touchdown. Michigan, the first quarter, struggled and then proceeded to demolish them the last three quarters. But still, like, like, like Indiana's a weird team where I could see if it's a slow start, but they only won by nine points. Indiana was in that game the entire time. So, yeah, Penn State, like, they got Michigan coming up in the next two weeks. And if they can't beat Michigan, I mean, if they can't recover well and, like, play better this upcoming week, then uh, that Michigan game is, I don't care if that's in Happy Valley. It's not going to be a wideout anyway, so this is going to be at noon. So, yeah, that might get ugly. And not in Penn State's favor. Uh, Maryland is free-falling. A loss to Northwestern. My bold prediction at the uh, the beginning of the season, the preseason, was that Northwestern would, in spite of, of, of everything that was happening, in spite of Pat Fitzgerald, that, that entire situation, I thought Northwestern, with the coach they has, your term head coach, I uh, say always stress those North Dakota State, South Dakota State, Missouri Valley coaches. I thought they can make a bowl game potentially, and they're now what four and four. They actually <laughs> legit could make a bowl game this year. Like that's very realistic. That's Wow. Yeah, like, okay. <laughs> uh, Tulsa, I know it's kind of random, but I have to talk about this. Tulsa got completely wiped off the face of the earth. It's kind of random by SMU because SMU is very good, and Tulsa is not that good, but they're not that bad. Like, Tulsa is nowhere near the worst team in, in their conference, and they just randomly got annihilated. I don't know what that will do for them for the rest of the season, though, confidence-wise. Clemson, speaking of free-falling, uh, referring to uh, Maryland, Clemson is also free-falling. He lost to NC State, and it looked really bad. The offense, at first, at the beginning of the season, it was looking pretty good. It was just they couldn't score. 
Now the offense isn't looking good. Now the offense isn't able to gain yards like that either. Like, they struggled against NC State. It... All right, Clemson's got Notre Dame coming up, man. Like, they... They really have to pick it up because... I look at the rest of the schedule. South Carolina is terrible, and their O-line and D-line are awful, and they have some of the worst combined O-line, D-line production in the whole country. Arguably the worst out of all the Power 5 teams. So, like, they should beat South Carolina, Clemson. But outside of South Carolina, I'm looking at the rest of the schedule. They can lose Notre Dame, obviously. They're not favored in that game. Uh, they can lose to Georgia Tech. They can totally lose to Georgia Tech. They could lose North Carolina. They they shouldn't be favored against North Carolina. They should not be favored against North Carolina. So, yeah, like, like there's a very good chance that Clemson could miss a bowl game this year. That's realistic. Like, none of these games are automatic W's for them. So, like, you know, I, I thought Clemson would not win 10 games this year, including a bowl game. I thought they'd go, like, 8-4. and four. I was not on the hype train like everyone else. I thought, no, this team's not it. I think this team might actually be worse than last year. I did not expect them to be this bad. Like, this is some 4 Clemson bad. 8 pre-dabble hiring Clemson bad. Like, they look like they might miss a bowl game. Bad. So, like, yeah, like, they have to really fix things. Because it's not looking good. Georgia proved themselves. A lot of people thought that they lose to Florida. I didn't. I didn't think it would be this, but I didn't think they'd lose to Florida. I just didn't see it in Florida. And Georgia just demolished them, though. Like, they way better than they They beat them way worse than I expected. I thought they beat them by, like, a touchdown. No, they just scored at will. Complete domination. Uh, Texas without Quinears, no problem. Completely de- destroyed BYU. Like, they look totally fine. That's Texas. That's the Texas team that beat Bama by two touchdowns. Like, and well, I'll say this though: as much as I like, as much as you say that, Kansas State also looked dominant, and they've been looking really good recently. Kansas State's been looking really good. Beat Houston by forty-one. That's gonna be a big game next week. Oregon. They look very good. <laughs> they look really good. Just. I thought that because that Utah and Utah, is, their offense has been better last the last two week, the previous two weeks, and it was at Utah and Utah plays really good at at home. Oregon went in there and demolished them. Like they looked really good, man. Uh, Nebraska could make a bowl game. They're five and three, and I believe they have who coming up. Let me see. They have Michigan State coming up, who's free-falling and might not win another game the rest of this year. Yeah, Nebraska's probably going to be bowl-eligible this upcoming week on Saturday. Like, legit. <laughs> After starting out 0-2 and looking like it's going to be another awful year, I thought next year would be the breakout year. They might make a bowl game this year. They most likely will make a bowl game this year. Which means next year's Nebraska team, watch out, y'all. Because that's going to be a very good team next year. A very good team next year. Big Ten's going to be super stacked. Nebraska, Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, USC, UCLA, uh, Oregon, Washington. <laughs> yeah, the Big Ten's going to be very good next year. Quite easily the best conference in the country. Looking at what these teams are now, next year, 
only rivaled really by the SEC. When I look at the deep, the, the, how deep the conference will be next year and, and of like good to elite teams, the Big Ten should really be clearly the best conference next year. So, ooh, boy, playing in that conference next year. Miami bounced back. They should be fine. Would not be surprised if they pull off a crazy upset against a certain team that's name starts with an F later on in the year. But Texas San Antonio, I said that they could uh, win the whole uh, AAC. They're starting to bounce back after a really slow start to the year. They've now won, like it seems like, five or six games in a row now. They're undefeated in conference. That's all I'm saying. And Tulane's been looking a little shaky lately, only beating Rice by two points. All I'm saying. Uh, USC needs to fire Grinch, like, immediately. That defense, man. They almost lost to Cal. They gave up almost 50 points to Cal. Now running back, Jay Nod's a beast. He's all Pac-12, obviously, but still. They let him run, run at will. Like, he had almost a two, he had almost 200 yards rushing at halftime, I think. Or something close to that. Or like, heck, he might have had more than that, actually. Like, he was unstoppable. Uh, Let's see, what other games? Ohio State, Wisconsin, kind of boring. UCLA, Colorado, also kind of boring. Pretty defensive, dominant games. I expected Ohio State, Wisconsin to be that. I didn't expect Colorado's defense to play that good. I didn't expect at all. I expected UCLA's defense to play that good, though, so. Yeah, it, it kind of was. North Carolina losing to Georgia Tech, uh, that was... Not actually, I expected. I predicted that to happen. I I had another upset I picked to happen, along with Boise State, Wyoming, but I I didn't see Georgia Tech gaining over two hundred yards rushing in a quarter, though. That's a little wild. North Carolina, I don't know what the heck's happened to them. Like their defense was really good, and then I don't know the last two weeks, awful, just randomly. <laughs> like like okay, um, Georgia Tech. North Carolina, okay, they're a little, it's not looking, they, they kind of, they might end up, weirdly enough, how I, what I thought they'd be. I thought they'd go 7-5, and 8-4 this year and be, like, worse than what they were last year because I thought this, I don't know. I felt like it was kind of fool's gold last year. Starting to show it a little. That's all I'm saying. I thought Arizona State, I was, because they've been playing close with both them and Arizona have been playing close with a lot of the, the better Pac-12 teams throughout the year. And almost winning, almost winning, almost winning, almost winning. They finally both won against like a top-end Pac-12 team. Arizona State beating Washington State, who's kind of really been free-falling lately. I, uh, not a fan of that because, you know, the whole situation with Washington State in, Pac-12, in the Pac-12 and what's going to be their future. But Washington State has an easy one coming up in Stanford, so they should be able to get some momentum back in another W. And they'll make a bowl game. Oregon State lost to Arizona. Wild. Like again, that's this late night, after night football games. Like those late night after dark, packed out after dark games. They can get they can get chaotic, and this is a chaotic one. Arizona beat Oregon State. So like yeah, like you had some yeah an interesting weekend in college football. Uh, if I were to preview this upcoming week with some of these key games, uh, action happened last night. That was weird. The ending of Central Michigan North Illinois was typical matching weirdness. Like you had snowball fights, you had the teams are fighting each other at the end, but then they stopped fighting each other. That was weird, very strange. Uh, it was a crazy game. Like Central Michigan looked like they were gonna blow North Illinois out, and then at, at like second half, North Illinois just picked it up and almost won the game. It, it was a lot going on there. But uh, yeah, like like matchings like that 
That's why I like Maction. That's why everyone likes Maction. It's chaotic. It's early week. Cold as head college football. And in prime time in the Midwest. Of course it's going to be chaotic. And so, yeah, the rest of this week, though, I, I, I preview this. Let's see. Oh, man, there's some, uh, let's see. Okay. Ohio State Rutgers. Looking at that college football playoff. First off, look at the college football playoff rankings. Okay, I'm fine with them. I would flip Michigan-Georgia because I think that they have kind of similar resumes. New, neither of them have really played top-end teams yet. But uh, Michigan's looked way more dominant than Georgia. Way more dominant across the board. So, yeah, I would have picked Michigan over Georgia. Ohio State, number one on fire because the resume. They do have the best resume in the country. Even though they're not the best team, they do not look the best. They do not look like the best team. They look nowhere near as dominant as Michigan, but the resume gives them the number one spot. Uh, everything else, I'm kind of cool. Well, I'm not cool with a couple things. With one one other thing, Texas, Oklahoma should be ranked ahead both Texas and Bama. I know they lost to Kansas, but they beat Texas, who beat Bama. And it's not like their resumes are that much different. So. I would have had seven Oklahoma, eight Texas, nine Bama. And I would, yeah. Outside of that, I'm cool for the most part of these rankings. They're pretty good. They didn't put any teams in there that, should not be, that shouldn't be in there. I question putting USC over Air Force. But, like, outside of that, the rest of the rankings are cool. Um, But, yeah, previewing, previewing the season, Ohio State Rutgers. Rutgers is, a, is, a, is an interesting opponent. Uh... The other, the only other team they play, like they're six and two. Eh, like like they're a very good team, a lot better than a lot of people thought they'd be. Better than I thought they'd be. I thought they'd make a bowl game. I didn't think they'd be bowl eligible before no- November though. But I mean, it's at Rutgers. Greg Schiano knows like he's coached at Ohio State. I mean, he has a history there. But I think Ohio State is just too much defensively. I think it'll be low scoring. From both teams, but I think Ohio State wins pretty comfortably. Something like a twenty-one-seven or something like that, probably. Like not a lot of score, not a lot of offense going on in this game. But I think Ohio State's defense is too good. I don't think Rutgers scores much. So yeah, I think Ohio State wins pretty comfortably. I don't know if they cover though, eighteen point five. I don't know about that, but they win pretty comfortably. Michigan's gonna wipe Purdue off the face of the earth. That's not going to be close. I've seen Purdue people think like, spoiler makers? No. Spoiler makers happen when Purdue is decent. Purdue is not decent this year. Michigan's going to demolish them. <laughs> is that Michigan prime time and they're back after that chaotic week? Connor Stallions and everything and all the crap there and whatever the heck is going on with Central Michigan. They're going to be pissed. They're going to wipe Purdue off the face of the earth. Uh, Texas, Kansas State. I know they're 13 half point favorite. I mean, 32 and a half point favorites for Michigan over Purdue, but... I, Michigan's going Michigan's to cover that. They're going to beat them by more than that. At least five touchdowns. Uh, Texas-Kansas State. I would not be surprised if Kansas State pulls off the upset. I'm going to pull it. I, I know that Kansas State has not. If there's a Big 12, a top-end Big 12 team that Kansas State has their number, it would be Oklahoma, actually. Not Texas. Kansas State has not beaten Texas since, I believe, the Obama administration. Seriously. like they, they, It's been a while. It's been years since they've beaten Texas. But I don't know why I'm picking Kansas State to win. They look really good, and then they're my team that I, I picked in the in the, uh, the preseason to win the Big 12 in an upset style like they did last year. And who I picked in the beat? Texas. 
So screw it. Why not beat them in the in regular season as well? So yeah, like I, I I have Kansas State winning, but I like this is kind of a toss up to me. It'll be close either way, I think. I don't know. I'll I'll go real risky here and pick Kansas State for the upset. Uh, Ole Miss A and M. Almost wins. A and M's offense. A and M's. Also, I, I don't know. I don't trust them in games like this against teams like this. No, is that Ole Miss? Ole Miss definitely gets to win here. Notre Dame, Clemson. I would not be surprised if Clemson pulls off the upset. I wouldn't. Notre Dame's offense has not been well. They're good. They were good last week. So never mind. Clemson has to pull off the upset though, or this season might be over. Seriously, like they have been playing out of sync all year. So Clemson really needs to needs to win here. UConn, uh, let's see, you know, say something. Like, nope, uh, let's see. Army Air Force upset of the game, upset of the week. I'm picking Air Force. I mean Army. Huge upset. I know that's crazy. <laughs> I had to pick an upset, so that's an upset I'm picking. At least Army covers. I'll say that. Army, Army, Army covers. <laughs> uh, Missouri, Georgia. I think Missouri wins. I think Missouri's a team that's built well against Georgia. Yes, they have a good passing game, but they have a very good running game. And that's the type, that's the type of style that works against Georgia's defense this year. Georgia's defense is elite, DBs-wise and everything, but the one weakness of the entire team is the front seven. That's been the, the case all year. They have a legit average, not just for their standards, just in general, an average front seven. So I think if there's a if there's a, a a team like a, a, this is this this Missouri team is kind of built well to beat Georgia and they've got a full amount um, amount of momentum. I know it's in Georgia, but it's in Athens. But I don't know. I might pick Missouri to win. I, I th- yeah, I'm gonna pick Missouri to win. Pull off the upset here. Uh, let's see, Bedlam, Oklahoma, and Oklahoma State. I think Oklahoma State's running game is monster. It's, they have a monster running at the running back position right now. He's been a beast this year, especially these last two weeks. But I don't know. When games where they're kind of even in his bedlam and knowing the history of it, I'll pick Oklahoma almost every single time. Like, they dominate this rivalry for a reason. So, yeah. I think Penn State has been really struggling lately. The last two weeks, Maryland's been on a free fall. Someone's got to win. I'll pick Penn State. Would not be surprised if it's close, though. Would not be surprised if it goes down to the wire. But... I'll I'll keep with Penn State here. Uh, let's see. James Madison, Georgia State. That's the biggest group of five game this week. I'm going with Georgia State. I think Georgia State ends the undefeated streak of James Madison. Doesn't really matter because Ma- James Madison can't make a bowl game or beat in the college football playoff rankings, so whatever. But still, they, they you know, want to probably end out the year undefeated anyway because screw it. But I think Georgia State, I, I, the Sun Belt's very good this year, really good. Georgia State shows how deep the Sun Belt is and pulls off the win. It'll go down to the wire, though. It's in, it's in Georgia State, too. It's in Atlanta, so I'll pick Georgia State to win this. Uh, let's see. Kansas and Iowa State. I got Kansas here. I th- you know, no, it's at Iowa State. I got, I got Iowa State. I think Iowa State wins. It's in Iowa State. Both teams have been, Iowa State's been on fire lately. They got a lot of momentum on their side. I go with Iowa State here. Washington and USC is probably one of the two games of the week. It is one of the two games of the week. Uh, 
Code game of the week. USC and Washington. The other one's coming on like 15 minutes later. Same time, practically. Uh, I think... I don't know. This is a toss-up to me. USC, their defense is awful. Washington's defense looks awful. They free, their defense has free-falled the last two or three weeks, Washington. I don't know what's going on with them on, de- on the defensive side. They started out really good, but lately it's not been good. And I think because both teams have been struggling lately in the defensive side, their offenses are... I think USC's offense is more versatile. they got a better running game. And it's at USC. So I'm going to go the, give the edge to USC. I think USC wins. It'll be a high-scoring, very close game, but USC pulls off the win. Uh, let's see. And the other cold game of the week is LSU-Bama. I got LSU. Jalen Daniels has been on fire lately. That offense for LSU is statistically as good as the 2019 one is. Do I think they're as talented? No. Nowhere near. But statistically speaking, they've averaged, what, 47 points a game or a little bit more than that? Uh, and Bama, like, they're good, but they're really good, but I, I don't know. Like, I think LSU has too much firepower. I know it's in Tuscaloosa, but I'm picking LSU to pull off the win here because I just think there's too much off- offense on that side. I, th- I think LSU has too much offense, and... Yeah, I know their defenses are very good, but Bama's own line is suspect. So I'll give the win to, to LSU. Other key games like Miami and C State, I'll go with Miami. Uh and UCLA, Arizona. I'll go with Arizona. It's out of Arizona. They've been on fire lately. They've been really good. They've, even uh, their losses have not been bad losses. I think because it's at Arizona to get the edge. I think Arizona pulls off the win here. So, yeah, those are my college football picks for this upcoming week. Uh, and now, as for the NFL, uh, this previous Sunday and this previous NFL week, uh, let's see, Bills Bucks. Yeah, I'm not surprised the Bills won. Uh, typical Bills. This is pretty much what you expect this game to be. It was it was a solid back and forth game, but yeah, Buffalo won as expected. Uh, the Cowboys eradicated the Rams. That was not remotely close. That was a complete annihilation. <laughs> I think a lot of people thought like, no, the Cowboys and Rams that'd be a pretty solid game. No, wasn't close at all. And I'm gonna say something. If you notice that defense is starting to finally find itself post injury, but not just that, another player on that team is starting to really find themselves after a disastrous. Uh, 49ers matchup, Dak Prescott has really stepped it up. Watch out for him, man. He's looking like one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Like, he's looking elite right now. And I'm just saying, like, like he's really stepped it up. Dak is, watch out, man. Cowboys, I, all I'm saying is, like, I'm not going to, like, I, I said earlier, like, uh, I've given up on the Cowboys winning a, uh, winning a Super Bowl anytime soon, but this team is okay. They're showing me something. They might, they might. When I, when I, as soon as I leave, they brings me right back, pulls me right back. <laughs> like, like, yeah, this this Cowboys team. I, I don't know, man. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say. Uh, let's see. Jets beat the Giants. Not surprised. The Giants are just a complete disaster this year. Uh, last year might have been an anomaly, honestly. Because this Giants team looks like the one that we expected last year and one we've seen last almost decade at this point. Giants have been on a complete black hole for the last almost 10 years now, which is crazy. Like, they've 
Post that second Super Bowl ring with Eli Manning, they've been off. New York Giants. New York football Giants, they've been terrible. They've been really bad. I don't know, man. Jets on their hand, though. They've, okay, the Jets, like I said, the Jets have the talent around. And besides the quarterback and O-line, they have the talent there. If the quarterback and O-line just play decent, they can make the playoffs. And they can go far. And uh, they're playing decent. And look, now they look like a team that can make the playoffs. And if Aaron Rodgers, who's training, he's, this man is somehow practicing after, after that Achilles injury off his Achilles. <laughs> okay. If he comes back before the end of the season, or comes back during the playoffs, and they make the playoffs, watch out for that Jets team. Because they have the talent there, outside of quarterback and O-line. And if they have the quarterback talent, with a decent O-line play, with the rest of the talent around that, okay. That Jets team could really make, be a dark horse, honestly. Like, seriously. They're that talented. This is a really good team. <laughs> like, yeah, it's loaded. So, like, if they just get decent O-line and quarterback play, if they get good O-line and quarterback play... They can win the whole thing. Uh, Jaguars under the, people who are sleeping on the Jaguars. Again, like another team that that's under radar. People aren't talking about them, but they're what six and two. This is a real. I mean, and they shouldn't be under under the radar. They were really good last year, and they are super young. They should have been like a team that you expect to explode this year. So I have no idea why people aren't talking about them as much as they should. But yeah, this Jacksonville team is legit. Uh. Titans look beautiful as an Oilers man. Ah, perfect uniform for Titans. It is probably the nostalgia of me is the old school, is the old original Tennessee Titans with the white helmets with alternates of the Oilers. I think that'd be perfect. But, you know, we don't live in a perfect world, but I'm just saying if we did, that would be the Titans uniform combo. Uh, also, if we live in a perfect world, you could wear any uniform combo, period, if you're an NFL team and not be limited. So, but still, uh, Packers are free-falling. Yeah, they're not very good. Vikings win rather comfortably. Panthers, on the other hand, get their first win. Happy for them. Because it was looking really bad. It looked like if they didn't win this game, that they might go 0-17. So it's really nice to see that the Panthers finally pulled off a win here. Super young team. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's... Yeah. It's good. It's just, it's fine. They're not ruining another team season because the Houston Texans are also super young and didn't have high expectations. So if they're gonna beat anyone, it would be it would be them, right? Best case scenario, it'd be that would be their best shot at winning a, a game this year. The Panthers. And it's so happy they pulled it off because they didn't. Like I said, they probably would be over seventeen. Uh, Commanders blew that. Also, speaking of Commanders and doing weird things, letting go of both of your start. Defensive ends. Okay. Sweat goes to the Bears randomly, who are not good. I. Okay, that's random. And then you send. I know why. Chase Young has a really bad injury history, and, and a lot of teams are kind of like, ah, I don't know if I want to touch that. But still, you, you send him to the, to the 49ers? It's not like they don't have elite defensive end play or defensive line play in general. Or front, uh, front seven play in general. What the heck? Like, that's a team that really needs Chase Young. But, yeah, like, like okay, that, that was weird. But who knows? Like, the Washington's, I don't know. They might be able to, to, to do something different. They might surprise us the rest of this year. I don't think anyone thought they'd be this good. I certainly didn't think they'd be this good. They're a pretty solid team. Uh, speaking of a team that 
a lot of people didn't think it'd be this good as Seahawks, right? Now they're first place in the, in the NFC West. People should not be surprised by this. They were really good last year, and they returned everybody and got better and made good offseason moves. No one should be surprised that the Seahawks are very good. I'm a little shocked that the Browns are this good because they don't have a quarterback like that. I mean, it's solid quarterback play, I guess, but they're without Deshaun Watson doing this because the defense is just elite. Uh, Ravens, they're starting to get healthier. Another team to watch out for. You know, Lamar Jackson's playing at MVP level right now. Probably might. I, I think he's probably the uh, first place right now. If the, MVP, if the season ended right now, he probably wins the MVP. Lamar Jackson's balling out, man. The Ravens team is getting healthier. The receivers are starting to catch balls. That's all I'm saying. Watch out for this team. This team could win it all, too. A lot of teams could. The Chiefs look terrible. That was random as heck. The Broncos out of nowhere. You know, they just blew out the Chiefs. I saw some wrestling fans joking around and saying that Mystico of CMLL was really the reason why the Broncos won that game. I mean, that's mixing, sorry, mixing my wrestling fandom with my NFL fandom. But, yeah, out of nowhere, Broncos just randomly demolished the Chiefs. That was not close or competitive at all. And also, we got to talk about Patrick Mahomes. He's been really off this year, man. He has the most picks of any quarterback in the NFL this year. Right now. The Chiefs offense is not good. But their defense is elite. It's like the roles reversed. It is really weird. I have no idea why that is. Uh, no, I guess I do. Losing Biennemi and Tyreek Hill is a combo in what, the last two years combined. Could do it. Yeah. And the running game is not really like that right now. Yeah. I, okay. Defense is very good, though. Defense is elite. Legit carrying that team right now. Bengals, another team to watch out for. Again, they can win it all as well. Niners are free-falling. Injuries have butchered that team. And quarterback players is not it. Combining that, yeah. Like I said before, the Bears suck. Wes is new. They're not very good. It is not quarterback. It's just the team itself. I, I, like, I don't get this. Like People are like, oh, Justin Fields is not very good. Look, this is not... I look at this roster and I'm thinking... You people expect this team to win more than like six games. Look at that roster. That is not a playoff team. That is not a playoff roster. You're you're lying to yourselves. They need to overhaul that team, honestly. Honestly, yeah, they need to just focus on drafting a lot. Receiver, a lot on offense. Like they really need to draft heavy. This these next few drafts, just tank, honestly. If I'm if I'm Chicago, I tank. And I focus on what you need to focus on for these next two or three drafts. And in the next four to five years, you'll be very good. If you do your, if you play your cards right, you'll be really good. Might actually be sooner. Who knows? Look at Jacksonville. Uh, these short Lions played. You know, the fans were panicking, but the Lions, they won, right? That's all you can ask for. And now the Lions are 6-2. and two. Clear-cut best team in the NFC North. Clear-cut first place in the NFC North. Not really close. They can make the playoffs. And they can win it all, honestly. There are a lot of teams this year that can win it all. I mean, me and my brother were thinking, like, there are, like, 10, 11 teams that can win it all this year. Like, like I... What? Let's see. If I'm looking at this... Miami... Buffalo... If the Jets were healthy... I mean, if they're not healthy, if Aaron Rodgers was healthy, the Jets, Baltimore, Cincinnati, Jacksonville, 
if Kansas City's offense can turn it back up. Philly, Dallas, Detroit. And if San Francisco can get back to how they're playing early in the year and can be healthy, honestly, maybe them. Heck, even the Seahawks would not be surprised. That surprised. So, like, yeah, like, like, there's a lot. This is this, 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 uh, it's up for grabs this year. It's definitely up for grabs this year. Uh, now this upcoming season, the I mean, upcoming week, uh, Cowboys and Eagles, I think the Cowboys pull off the upset. I think so. The Eagles have not been playing up to par these last couple weeks. I don't think so. I, and I noticed the quarterback play for the Eagles has not been as good. Jalen Hurts has not played as good as Dak Prescott these last two weeks. If you notice, he's been really, like, He's been prone to some picks and turnovers. So all I'm saying against this Cowboys defense has not you don't want to play like that against this Cowboys defense. Obviously. The last two or three years have had a reputation for feasting on, 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 on turnover prone teams. So yeah, like like that's all I'm saying. Like I, I would not be surprised. I I'm picking the Cowboys to beat the Eagles. And I only pick, I'm picking the Cowboys to win the NFC East because again, no team no matter how good no matter how good they were last year. Has won the NFC East consecutive times since what 2004? I think some it's what been 20 years almost. So yeah, I think that streak continues. Uh, Dolphin Chiefs is a big one as well in the morning. It's in Germany, Frankfurt. Uh, I don't know. It depends on what we get. I don't know. Patrick Mahomes could wake up again, and this offense could wake up again. And the Dolphins' defense isn't that good, so it's possible. The Dolphins haven't really looked that impressive when they play top-end teams either. Got beat up by the Eagles. Got demolished by the Bills. Had a lot of firepower, though. And Tyreek Hill's going to want to go off against his former team. And the Chiefs' offense is struggling. So I don't really know who wins that. Would not be surprised either way, honestly. I'll go give the edge to the Dolphins. But I would not be surprised if the Chiefs win either. Because, again, it's going to be a lot of emotion in this game. Both teams are going to be motivated because, you know, Tyreek Hill and everything. But... I don't know. It's going to be a toss-up, but I think the Chiefs probably... Yeah, I think the Dolphins probably get the edge. I think they have too much speed, I think. Uh, Ravens-Seahawks is going to be another really good game. Those are really good matchups this week. Ravens-Seahawks... Uh, I'll go with the Ravens because it's at Baltimore. But if this is at Seattle, i go with Seattle. This is another toss-up. Really good matchups, man. Uh, and then not so many... <laughs> And not so many other really good... Okay, oh wait, no wait, oh wait. You know, in the middle of a bunch of fluff, you got a a, a huge uh, Sunday night game. Bills-Bengals. I think the Bengals win because that's Cincinnati and the Bengals have been on fire. They, even, they have a lot of momentum on their side lately. The offense has really picked up. Offense has really picked up. Receiver play, quarterback play has really picked up in last two or three weeks and I think they continue that. I think they get the win over the Bills. Uh... Monday Night Football, Jets and Chargers. Jets win. It's at New York. Chargers find ways to lose that are incomprehensible at times. So, combining both, and Jets have full momentum, Jets win. So, yeah, that's all for football. Uh, Other sports that happen, NBA. First off, let's go with MLB. Uh, uh, Diamondbacks got completely well, they were getting annihilated. Like, it was, what, 10 to 1, 10 nothing or something like that by the Rangers? But they came back a little bit at the end. Rangers still got the win. It's, it's... The game four is happening right now. 
Uh, if I was to say, I'll go with the Rangers. I think they, they closed out here in Game 4. I think the Rangers pull off the win, close out the series. Yeah. And then they celebrate. Texas Rangers, congratulations. You guys going to be World Series winners, champions, tonight. On Wednesday night. Uh, as for the NBA, it started. The Lakers and uh, the Nuggets, like I said before, they bounced back. The Lakers, they're looking pretty solid, look pretty good. Nuggets, on the other hand, look like the best team in, 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 a, in the entire league right now. Like, it's not close. Again, they're playing like what Golden State played, played like after they won the year before in 2016. Like, when they finally won a ring with that lineup, and the next year, they just woke up. Like, they dominated. They look like a historically great team. I think this Nuggets team kind of reminds me of that. I would not be surprised if they won at least 70 games. I would not be surprised. Like, they look like they're not going to lose for a very long time. And Jokic looks like the runaway favorite to win MVP again. Like, if he wins three out of four, that's crazy, man. Like, his career, he really could end out, like, at the rate he's going, he's going to end out, like, on par with, like, Shaq and Tim Duncan and Hakeem Olajuwon. Seriously. Like, he's going to be an all-time great. Like, a top 10 caliber player all-time. Seriously. Like, at the rate he's going. He really could be top 10 all-time. And the other big news that happened, obviously, the Clippers. With that trade, James Harden. Yay, right? I'm not... Uh, I, I'm not a big fan of this trade. I think the Clippers, first off, I can't trust, unfortunately, Kawhi because of the chronic injury. It's just going to keep getting worse. So this reason why it's called chronic. Uh, so I don't really... Help, I, like, I'm not going to trust Kawhi, unfortunately. It's not his fault. It's out of his control. Paul George is also very injury-prone. He's older. Uh, Russell Westbrook, even though he's playing more... Like, he's not He's not going to put up the stats he used to put, in this, put up back in the day. No. But he's playing in a spot now that probably fits what he is now better. And we play with the Lakers. So he's overall playing a lot better with the, than he was with the Lakers. And he's helping out the team a lot more than he did with the Lakers. But he is older, too. And Harden, I can't trust him because he's not what he was either. He's old, He's not. He's a lot older now, too. He, I, like I said, like can he play long-term with the team now? Like, I don't know. I just combining all that, they're a lot older. It's taking away more spots from young players. I don't know. I, I feel like the, the Clippers, I'm not high on them. I'm not high on the straight. I think they'll make the playoffs, yeah. They're not gonna, it's not going to be a disaster, but I don't see them winning at all either. I don't see them making the conference finals either. Uh, I, I don't know. Now, between the Lakers, Clippers, uh, Suns, Warriors, and Nuggets, which team do I think would get knocked out the first round the most? The Clippers. I thought that beforehand, but I, I, this trade didn't really help things either. Let's let's see. Some surprise teams. Magic look really good. Uh, the Pistons look really good. Surprise! Like they wow. Okay, Pistons and Magic look. They can make the playoffs. Honestly, I know it's really early in the season, but I'm just saying. Like like they they look surprisingly really good. Uh, Pacers look pretty good. Dallas looks surprisingly very good. OKC looks really good. So, like, you have some surprise teams in here. The Spurs are relevant again. And in that case, that is in itself is a win. Because they had been kind of the most irrelevant team in the NBA the last several years, honestly. Like, I've forgotten they were existing at times. So, Victor and Benyana offer just that alone. And they're pretty solid. They're a solid team, too. So, that helps. Uh, 
some teams surprisingly bad. I the Rockets had low expectations and they're surpassing those. Honestly, they're like really bad. The Grizzlies, I know Jaw's not there, but Jesus, zero and four, they look really bad, man. Like they are not, they don't look good at all. The Bulls are kind of shaky. Like like Zach Levine scored over fifty points and they lost by sixteen to the Pistons. That's not a good look at all. So like you have some teams that are kind of disappointing, but yeah, this is. I don't know. This NBA season is going to be pretty hyped. It's still early on, so let's see how this goes. I don't really go off of NBA predictions like this. I'm not going to predict anything until... The NBA is kind of like soccer to me, or baseball or hockey. Like Premier League, or like like uh, like MLB or NHL. I don't really go in like, okay, yeah, this is going to happen. This is going to... Like, I'm not really going to have a full, clear vision of what's going to happen at the end of the season until about a third of the way through the season. So... Really, I'm not gonna predict anything about the NBA till like probably December, honestly. So yeah, these is this is that this is just my early observation of what's happening in the NBA right now. It's, it's just the first few games, nothing to take seriously. Uh, so yeah. Oh, one more big thing that happened in sports. Well, two big things. First off, uh, as you all know, iconic uh, head coach of Indiana, Bob Knight has died. So rest in peace to him. One of the all-time greats. Uh, also, in boxing. Tyson Fury. I was saying it's about Tyson Fury. He has a tendency to, to do this at times. I remember I uh, remember against Otto Wallen. Uh, pretty good boxing. Uh, heavyweight boxer. He honestly almost got knocked down against him. He was bleeding. It was He looked pretty like He looked pretty messed up. And then like. Afterwards, continues like goes to like dominate Deontay Wilder, if I'm correct. Like, like just randomly, I don't know. Where. <laughs> like, you see, he has these these fights where he like he struggles against fighters he has no business struggling against, and then goes on and proceeds to dominate fighters that should be his biggest challengers. So, I don't know what to make of, of the Francis Ngannou thing, the, that fight. You know, he could just have just underestimated him, like he does those guys, because he train as hard and. Ends up almost losing because of it, and then proceeds against uh, Usyk because, again, he's someone that's he takes seriously on paper. He dominates. So who knows? On paper, with that Usyk fight, uh, he's longer, he's taller and bigger. Obviously, I think Usyk is quicker and faster. But when it comes to skill, they're kind of even. And the bigger, stronger guy, the longer guy versus the quicker, faster guy, more explosive guy, Usyk. I don't know. It kind of balances itself out. So who knows with that one? Uh, that's when Ganu, Ganu proved his worth. UFC, idiots. Again, UFC has this thing that I think is wrong with the WWE as well. Overall, the big picture wise, and that's that they don't want to associate themselves with other people, other companies, because they don't think they're as they're on their level. So they look down on them, and so because of that, I think that it makes less opportunities. Like it leaves a lot of money on the table, man. Like, could you imagine a WWE and AEW Forbidden Door show and New Japan and all that now? With WWE being as... With how positive it is, like, how much, uh, like, how on fire it is right now? Come on. That's the UFC. UFC would not work with other MMA promotions, and they wouldn't pay their fighters what they want to be paid. So, Ngannou was just like, okay, I'll show you my worth. And he proved his worth. He doesn't have to go back to mixed martial arts. I wouldn't. Why would you? Go back to boxing... You'll make more money there. You show against Tyson Fury. You can hang with boxers. 
if there's a division that this can happen to be heavyweight, and this is in any combat sport because heavyweights involve the least amount of skill and most amount of just natural athletic gifts because they're big. That's the whole point. The days of skilled heavyweights, like highly skilled heavyweights in any combat sport are kind of gone. They have not been here for a while. So if, if there was a, a shot, it would be in heavyweight division, right? So Ngannou has a chance. And this is in any combat sport. This is in, even in mixed martial arts. I saw Ray Mercer knock out, uh, was it, Tim Sylvia? So it can happen. <laughs> I know, crazy, but I mean, if there's a division that could work in, it would be the heavyweight division because it's the least amount of skill. So the most amount of, of luck can happen. Of crazy things can happen. So, yeah. Like, you're not having a lot of Muhammad Ali's going around right now. Like, you're not. So, like, skill-wise, yeah, you, you really could. Uh, <laughs> like, he really could make a name for himself in the, in the heavyweight boxing division while making a lot of money. A lot more in one fight than... In his entire MMA career combined, PFL could probably work it out with with show, with with boxing promotions and all that, so it could work out that way too. So yeah, I mean, he can make a lot of money regardless. Just stick to boxing, and he can still work with PFL. They're very open about how they do things with with fighters. They allow them to do a lot of stuff, so a lot more than UFC does, a lot more. So like he has the freedom to do this. So yeah, he he put his worth in UFC. Got eggs in her face, as yeah. It was bound to happen, finally, and it finally happened. So, with that, that's all about sports. Uh, I did have something to say about pop culture. and I wanted to combine pop culture and comic books for one thing. First off, two things. And, uh, obviously, Invincible's coming up. We talked about that in the last episode, me and my brother. But also, the MCU. You saw all that chaos. I have to talk about this in the next episode. But, yeah, there's a lot going on there. I don't know if it's over, over exaggeration. I'll talk about it with my brother. But, yeah, like, it's, it, it was a lot going on in the last episode. I mean, what's been happening in MCU lately. And with uh, uh, Marvels. So, like, yeah, this is more of a sports-dominating one. But I just want to talk about it. I want to do a little uh, sneak peek of what the next episode will be. There's a lot going on with Marvels. It might bomb, honestly. And, and I don't know what this means for the rest of the MCU. I know Kang might be replaced with Doctor Doom. There's a lot going on. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. So, not a lot in, in pop culture today. But... I'll save that for the next episode because this one has so much. Almost 50 minutes. Jesus. So yeah, like this episode, I talked a lot about sports. So in the next episode, I'll definitely feature more of of, of uh, pop. It, no, the next episode will be entirely pop culture comics because it'll be about what's happening with the MCU. A lot going on. So I'm going to say. So yeah, that's it for today. Uh, my big time pick. Um... Let's see here. What's a big time pick I can pick for tonight or tomorrow? Uh. Hmm. Should I do some? No, I'm actually already happening right now. Uh, let's see. You know what? I guess it was some college football. Uh. I'll do something that's happening on Thursday night. TCU and Texas Tech. Random, I know. Um, Texas Tech needs to win very badly. It's in Texas Tech. It, it is there. They're playing that home. Uh, TCU is a team that's kind of been on and off. They've been either dominant or awful, like back, week to week. 
they've been all over the place. And it look, the TCU looked really good last week. So I think combining that with it being in Texas Tech and and no no TCU looked terrible last week. I'm talking about they got demol- they looked really good the week before. My bad. When they dominated BYU and then they got demolished by Kansas State. It's in Texas Tech and Texas Tech needs to win badly. So I'll say Texas Tech gets the win here. This happens on Thursday night, Fox Sports 1 at 7 o'clock p.m. Texas Tech gets the win over TCU. So, boom, that's my big-time pick. So, I just want to say now that this is all over with, uh, thank you all for listening. And definitely this episode, since it's a super long episode, so definitely thank you guys for listening. Uh, Without you guys, I can't do this. I'm 60-plus episodes deep, and it's entirely because of you guys. So, again, thank you. And also... For subscribing and downloading and following and and liking. Because again, without that stuff, this can't go on. So again, thank you all. Also, uh, follow me on social media. On Twitter, at Pulliam underscore Blake. P-U-L-L-I-A-M. All lowercase. On uh, threads, Blake underscore Pulliam1. All lowercase. And on TikTok. uh, The Triple Option Report. Just my, my podcast name. So, uh, that's it for today. See you guys again on Friday. Tuesdays or Wednesdays. And Fridays. See you guys. Bye.